Hi there. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is Susceptible to Sin. Let's invite Jesus. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Actually, Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said that when we gathered in your name that you wanted to be with us. You wanted to hang out with us. And I know, Lord, because you want to teach us and you want us to know that you're there. We want to feel your presence, Lord. We thank you that we will. We thank you for your guidance and how you're preparing us for eternity. And even how you're calling us to live in your kingdom right here on the earth to be a witness for you. And we just welcome you. We praise you and give you all glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So, you know, God was talking to me today about how important it is to pay attention to what we hear. And I want to read to you what he said in Matthew um, 4, Mark 4, 23. If a man has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him perceive and comprehend. And he said to them, be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you and more besides will be given to you who hear. And so in the kingdom of God, in order to live in the kingdom of God, we have to have ears to hear. We have to be hearing what God is saying to us. And we have to pay attention to the word of God. And I had a dream to go with this. I want to share it with you. And in the dream, there were a couple people that I knew. And when God interpreted the dream, he told me the position of each person. So it started out in the dream. I was sitting at this and it actually looked like kind of like a banquet table. And there were people there that I knew. But there was one person that I was really zoomed in on in my dream. One person that I can actually remember but I know there were other people there that I knew. So anyway, in the dream, um, this person and I started talking about Jesus, as we always do. And then all of a sudden, the person said something contrary to the word. And I said, but Jesus said. And then the person said, but I feel like, and I, you know, so in other words, the person was saying, but instead of what Jesus said, I believe this. And I like dramatically got up from my chair and pushed my chair and not slammed it or anything, but just like hurried away and said, but I believe Jesus. I believe his opinion. And I left. And then um, I knew, I mean, there's some other things that happened. But I'm just going to stop there. And I knew what Jesus was saying. He said, run from the lie. You know, if we sit there and listen to that lie, we're going to believe it. And so in the dream, I got up and I left the table. And normally in my life, I sit there and kind of listen. And it does get to you because you start thinking about what they say. And then Satan tries to make it make sense to you. So you really have to be careful what you hear. And that was very clear to me in the dream. And I believe the reason I had the dream is because I was asking God about something for somebody else, which kind of goes into the next part of the dream. In the dream, in my house, I, I think I had my floors done or something, I don't know. And um, when I came back, there's hardly anything put back in place. And what really stuck out at me is the washer and dryer were gone. I'm like, well, where is my washer and dryer? And they started looking, the workers, I guess, started looking in the closets and actually one person that I knew and looking in the closets and all over. And I thought, how strange that, you know, that this is like this. And then instead of my washer being there, there was this really strange like bracket kind of thing that I've never seen before. Have no idea why it was there. 
and or what it was really. And then, you know, they just started looking for parts of the washer, like it was all taken apart. It was really crazy. And then um, the next part of the dream was like three sections. I had hung up a new curtain or something in a room and someone had come in and I knew who it was and they yanked it down and put it on the floor and put theirs up. And I thought that is like the craziest dream. So I was asking God what it meant because I woke up right after that and I know that God um, interprets my dreams and it's cool. And so when I ask him, he's always faithful to tell me. And But before he started telling me, he started telling me the person in my life that I was praying for hadn't had faith action. And I already knew this and I keep forgetting and I keep forgetting. And that's why he said, we have to go and get our perception every day. Hearing the word is getting the right perception. You know, paying attention to what you're hearing, not just let anything go in your ears, not just believe anything someone else says because it's really their opinion. And so that's what he was saying. And, you know, talking to me about the person and saying this happened to that person because they're being like Cain. They're just doing what they want to do. And, you know, that was the third part of the dream. The person just yanked down that curtain thing. And even though it wasn't their house, they just were going to do what they were going to do. And you can't tell them anything. And really, that's kind of how Cain was, how God was showing me, because he didn't want to give God his best. You know, I, I just have this picture of maybe it was a cabbage and you know, he gave God a cabbage, but he didn't give him the best cabbage. And so um, just randomly at some point, he decided to give God one of his cabbages, but not his best. And God expects us to give him our best because he gives us his best. So anyway, that explained the curtain thing. And then the washer and dryer and all the other things that were missing in the house. He said, if you don't keep that perspective, if you don't get up every day and keep that word going in your heart, If you're not careful about what you're hearing, then you're going to get things all mixed up and they're going to get lost and you're going to be confused like I was actually the day before why I started praying and asking. Got that. And so he's saying in order to keep your perspective, in order to keep your house in order, you have to keep listening to the word. You have to keep communicating with the Holy Spirit. You have to get it right. You have to keep in that relationship with him and get things right every day. You have to get up every day and say, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm living in the kingdom of God. This is how I live in the, in the kingdom of God. This is what's acceptable in the kingdom of God. And the very first thing that is, is that you have to have that relationship with him to hear him in order to do that. You have to get faith. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing the word of God. So you have to get up every day And you have to have faith. You have to get up every day and get faith. And getting faith is hearing the word of God. John 1 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word is God. So when you get the word of God, you're getting faith. You're getting to know God. And then you apply that to your life. You have to be a doer and not just to hear or you deceive yourself. Now the people, all the people in the dream, I forgot one person actually, But all the people in the dream claimed to be Christians. But the first Christian didn't live by their opinion. They lived by their own. And Jesus, get away from that person. Don't listen to that person because you're susceptible to that lie. You're going to start thinking about it. And what you think is 
I asked the man, thanks, so is he? And Jesus said, what's in your heart will come out of your mouth. So you don't want to sit around and listen to somebody tell you their opinion of God or how to live in the kingdom of God. You want to live by God's opinion. You want to live his way in his kingdom so you can have all that blessings, all those blessings that go with it so you can be a witness, so you can have eternal life. You don't want to say you're a Christian and not be a Christian because then really you're just a hypocrite. And on that day, Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. And his word is his law, his opinion, what we're, what's acceptable. So anyway, then the next um, person didn't want anything to do with God at all. But this person in my life claims to be a Christian. But every time something comes against that person's opinion, actually, or her way of doing or what she wants to do and uh, or what he wants to do, then all of a sudden, you know, that Christianity really is out the door. Because if we don't do what's acceptable in the kingdom of God, then we're not really living in the kingdom of God. So then the next person, um, I'll just say he or she, was a person that was teachable. God was showing me the person that was helping look for the washer. Um, The person actually, that was the other person I saw sitting at the table that I knew. This person was watching everything the whole time. And that is a person too that's susceptible to the lie, but at the same time, they're teachable and they're, they're weighing all these avenues, all these opinions, all these things going on around them. And God is saying to that person, be careful what you hear. Be careful what you're listening to. Pay attention to the word of God. Look to me. Don't look at that person and that person and this person. But push your chair and walk away and say, I'm going to believe Jesus. And that's how you receive from Jesus. That's how you live in his kingdom. That's how you stay connected with him. That's how, you know, you keep the enemy from sitting at your back door waiting to pounce on you. That's how you rule over him. God is good. He's so exciting. He's giving us answers on how to receive from him and how to live in his kingdom, how to be a witness for him how to prepare for our eternity with him and draw other people to him. When, when people see you receive from God and see the blessings in your life, they're going to want what you want. They're going to want that. Um, when, they, when people see the truth and they see it happening, you know, they're going to be drawn to that. But when they look at us and we're just all talk and we don't have it happening in our life, then we're really not a witness. And God is calling us to be a witness. He's calling us to show who he is. Jesus came. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He had no secrets. He was transparent. If you've seen him, you've seen the Father. And God wants us to go ahead and reveal what we're going through in our lives. You know, go ahead and share people, share with people where we're at and go ahead and let them watch us grow. We don't have to hide anything. We don't. We can just be transparent. We can pay attention to what we're hearing. Hang on to Jesus's hand. And if I were to give you any advice, I would say to you today, as far as I am, don't let anything scare you because it's really the enemy trying to pull you away from the kingdom of God. Don't be afraid to get up from the table and say, well, you're living by your opinion. I'm going to live by Jesus's opinion. You don't have to fight. You don't have to be cruel. You can be loving but you don't have to get in and listen to and take in on a conversation that is someone else's opinion. And on the other thing is 
you don't want to um, be influenced or intimidated by a person that is solely against what you're doing. You don't have to do that. If they want to throw it on the curtain rod and get stubborn and kick their feet and say, I don't like what you're doing, that's okay. You can let them do that. But eventually, as you're that witness, they're going to be drawn to you. Now, the person that's teachable is the person that you want to keep them watching you. And that can be your motivation. I had that kind of motivation in my life. Sometimes you care more about someone else than you care about yourself, which is the way it's supposed to be, and it's a good thing. And God uses that. But, you know, the person that's teachable, God wants you to teach them, to be that teacher for them, to be that witness and, and let them watch you. And, let them, and then you follow Jesus. Jesus said that to me one day. He said, you follow me, they'll follow you. Follow the leader. And so they'll be following Jesus because you're following Jesus. You'll be taking them down that narrow path, which is what you want to do. You don't want to be the blind leading the blind. And many of us are doing that because we're susceptible to the lie. We listen to the lie. We let it get on the inside of us, and we can't be doing that. And so to pay attention to the Word is what we want to do. So we talked about the first person that they're living by their own opinion or someone else's opinion or what makes sense. And then the second person that just won't have anything to do with anything other than how they feel and their opinion and other opinion. And then the person that's not hearing the word and getting off track because they're not putting the word in their heart every day, they're losing their perception, they're forgetting what's right and what's wrong. The enemy has them all mixed up. You know, I was looking at my notes this morning and something I wrote down that God said, and he said, depression and anxiety comes from disobedience. So when you're getting depressed and you're getting anxious and you're confused, that comes from not obeying God. You know, in Cain, he was downcast and God said, why are you looking so down? Why are you so depressed? If you do what's acceptable, and what he was saying is if you do what's acceptable in the kingdom of God, then everything's going to go well for you. Then you, you untie God's hands, really, from um, not being able to do anything. If, if you don't do what's acceptable, you tie his hands. He loves you. He wants to help you, but he can't. I've done that so many times. You don't want to do that. I hope that I'm, I'm inspiring you to do the right thing. And by being transparent with you and showing you what I'm going through, that'll be a little easier for you. I tell my son, just... Learn from what I'm telling you. Don't learn the hard way. Just believe me when I tell you. And when you start doing the Word of God, you are going to go through stuff. You're going to have experiences. When you apply the Word to your life, you're going to have some experiences. You're going to get to know God better and your enemy. And so either way, you're going to learn it. And the faster you obey Him and have, you know, the more understanding you get. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 7, Keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. And I found in my life, he's talking about seeking revelation knowledge. Not only seeking him for stuff, but when you start seeking him for stuff, you need the revelation knowledge because it's not that God is holding out on us. He's not saying yes, no, yes, no. He's saying when you do what's acceptable, then I can then I can bless you. Then all those blessings will just come upon you and overtake you. If you live outside of the kingdom of God, what isn't acceptable to me, what isn't good, what is evil, then that's where you get to live. You know, some people say they're living in hell on the earth, and that's very true. You can live in hell on the earth. 
And you're also going to, when you leave here, live in hell. And it's only because you won't bow down to God. Doing what's acceptable, God is showing me, is doing what's allowed in the kingdom of God, what's allowed in heaven. My mom was asking God to take her to heaven, and he said that she wasn't ready. I like to say he didn't say no. He said, you're not ready. You know, so often we're like, well, Jesus said he was coming, he was coming, he was coming, but we're not ready. And praise the Lord that he hasn't come yet because we are not ready. So anyway, he told her she had to love and to forgive. And then when she did, she got accepted into heaven because what's acceptable in heaven um, is love. Unforgiveness isn't acceptable in heaven. So we got to get acceptable. We got to get in that place where we are acceptable. God is so good. He's so in love with you. If you never asked him to come and live on the inside of you so you can have that relationship with him so he can teach you and guide you and correct you and show you what's acceptable, I'd love to pray that prayer with you. You should know that he came, he laid down his life for you so you could be right with the Father. You can you know, mess up and be forgiven right away just by asking him to forgive you. That doesn't mean you sin on purpose, but you repent of your way. You should know Isaiah 53 tells us that he bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain, took stripes for your healing. He did all those things for us so that we, God knew it was too hard for us. So Jesus did all that to make it easy for us to live in his kingdom. So your part is to believe. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Paying attention to what you hear is what's going to help you to do it. When you pay attention to what you hear, you got God's attention. Jeremiah says, when you seek him as a vile necessity, you'll find him. And so you're going to find him. He's going to help you. Jesus said, you can't do anything without him. So anything that seems hard, you just ask him to help you and he will. God is so good. He's so in love with you. Would you say that prayer with me? Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said that you are knocking at the door of our heart already. And if you, if we invite you in that you're going to come in, you're going to hang out with us and be with us and love on us. And we're just calling you to do that right now. We're just inviting you in to just take over our lives and show us good. Show us, show us the things that we're doing that keep us in bondage. Set us free, Lord. We just receive you. We love you. We praise you. We thank you that when you come on, on the inside of us, you said you'd be our counselor, our standby, our intercessor, our helper. You'd remind us of the things you said and things to come. And so we know that you're really in there and you really want to talk to us and be with us. And so we just love you and praise you for that. We receive you in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. He's so in love with you. If you said that prayer, you want to read the word and get to know him. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was word and the word is God. So he is his word. And this is him talking to you. And when you oblige that word, when you pay attention and you do what he's telling you to do, or at least submit to that and ask him to help you to do that, you're going to recognize him. He said he'd manifest himself to the one who loved him and the one who loved him would obey him. So if you said that prayer or if I inspired you today, I love it so much if you let me know. God bless you and thank you so much for listening today.